0: And welcome to the Lifehouse Church Beloved Podcast. We're so glad to, to have you with us listening in. Um, my name is Alina Hobson and I'm joined here by Carolyn Thomas and Jude Whitehouse. Hello. How are you going, girls? Hello, are <laughs> So we're kicking off a new series called uh, A Woman God Can Use. And over the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at a number of women from the Bible. Um, you know, Mary, Elizabeth, Rahab... There's a, a few women that we're going to be looking at and just um, their encounter with God and, and how they responded and, and things, characteristics that we can draw out from these women's lives, that things that we want to embed in our lives. And we're going to be capping this series off by looking at, at rest, godly rest, and what that looks like in our life. Anything you want to add, girls?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, if I just give a little intro to to where the series came from... Um, I've just, that scripture, there's a scripture that says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And I've just, you know, been waking up for the last couple of months having that on my heart and just saying that scripture. And, you know, it got me to really thinking about these women in the Bible. In particular, you know, I started thinking about Mary, the mother of Jesus, and just thinking, like, you know, in terms of that scripture me a clean heart just thinking what a heart that she must have had to have been chosen by God for for that and so uh, uh, from there I just thought you know I'd like to really look a bit more into and see what qualities it was that these, these women had you know her and other women um that made them so favoured by God or that pleased God because really that's mm. what we want, isn't it? I want to just yes. have that heart that is going to be pleasing to God and so I just thought it would be interesting to look at some of the women because I think we can learn a lot from them and, you know, there's not a lot of women mentioned in the Bible relative to men. I mean, there is a fair amount. but And I just thought, you know, for them to get a mention and that, I think there's something really, you know, special, special about them. Yep. And so I wanted us to just look at that and see what we could glean from that ourselves. Hmm.
0: I think that's great, Carolyn, because the world often throws at us um, so many different women and people held up as role models that, you know, don't really have the qualities that God really admires. So it's good to sort of get back to what does God say about women and what what does he admire? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I think that is the key, isn't it? I just want to know what
1: pleases God because then I want to make sure that I build those qualities and, Mm. and character things into my life.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so we're just gonna dive in. We're gonna be talking in this session about Mary, and hopefully Elizabeth. We'll see how we go, but we're gonna start off with talking about Mary, the mother of Jesus. Jude, do you wanna introduce who who Mary was?
2: Yeah. Well, um. There's. I was just when I was looking up Mary. There's not a lot of personal history of hers found in the Bible, but um, what we do know is that um, she was a virgin that was pledged to Joseph. She was engaged to Joseph. Um, she's descendant of King David through the tribe of Judah Um, in Luke 3 I notice in the genealogy of Jesus it says it was um, they're talking about Joseph and it says as though it was as though of him as the son of Joseph sorry they're talking about Jesus and that that Joseph was the son of Heli but that was actually Mary's genealogy Um, but Joseph's genealogy also comes through the descendant of David through Solomon but it's also known that she was um, quite young. Um, mm. She hadn't had any kids yet, obviously, and um, yeah. So I picture—I couldn't find an age specific, but I picture like a young teenager. Yeah, well, that's. I picture what, someone like my daughter, who's 15 Yeah, 16. I'd read yeah. that
1: somewhere, like thirteen or fourteen, yeah, was I a thought, marriageable age in those yeah, days. Yeah,
2: yeah so, quite, so young yeah, girl. Yeah. yeah. Early mid-teens. So <laughs> when you think of it that way, that's just like I just think of my own teenage daughter. And I just go, "Wow!" <laughs> <Like, laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it was like. That yeah, no, so, yeah. It, yeah.
1: Mm. Can we just read the? Um, can I just read the passage? Um, Luke one twenty six to thirty eight. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, the town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David.
0: really blows me away her reaction like she's this young girl and an angel who you know the bible confirms is quite a like they're you know high up
2: yeah and like like,
0: just how they look to us is pretty formidable
2: yeah
0: and she's just like yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't like fall flat on the floor,
1: you know. Well, like, we don't know. Maybe they wrote it after
0: she. <laughs> well, you know, it's just like you know she was like, what is it? She was turning over in her head, sort of bit trouble, but you know, like what strength in that young mm. girl mm, mm. to even just be able to handle that encounter, I know. I know. let alone it's... what follows? And that's why yep. God would have chosen her, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Alright, so
1: that, yeah, um, and, and there as well, what you're saying, Lena, what's in her, like, because here the angel says as well in that passage that Mary's highly favoured, yeah. mm. and that just reminds us as well, like, because from the, um, I suppose, earthly point of view, young girl, you know, just out of her teens, like we said, not not of any repute, really, that yeah. we know of, um, and God saying she's highly favoured, and that just reminds us that God looks at the heart. Yeah,
2: mm. that's so true. He doesn't look at what, what the, the outside, outside or, what, or, yeah. what in, or even what other people think yeah, of you or yeah. see of you. Yeah, yeah. So he's looked, he straight looked straight into the heart and she's yep.
1: highly favoured by yeah. him. So, you
0: yeah. Know. yeah, I looked up um, what the word favour means in Vine's Dictionary and um, a couple of the um, descriptors were to make graceful or gracious, made accepted, freely bestowed. And it went on to explain that grace is a free gift whereas favour may be deserved or gained. Mm. I thought that was really significant. was yeah. something like, yeah. in her. Like, I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. That good. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, mm. that's
2: good. Mm. Well, another thing that stuck out to me is that um, in the Old Testament, God didn't speak directly to a lot of people yes he mainly spoke through prophets or through yeah, people yeah. and but when he did speak to a person it was for a specific mission yeah. and it was always a huge mission Yeah, very and significant. so yeah yeah he didn't speak directly to yeah a lot of people
0: well, so. that's good yeah. she's given this really powerful com- commission like be the mother of the son of god and the savior of all mankind <laughs> and her response she she's like Humble acceptance. There's no protest of the impossibility of such no. a thing. Like, not just yes. pregnancy, but, like, that, Um, you know, she's going to, like, a mother, this child, this significant child. She's just like, yep, I'm on it. Yes. You know, she, without fear, declares herself God's servant. Mm. And she doesn't give any, like, qualifications about her. I'll say yes if you do these things for me, God. Um. So... There was a cost that Mary had to, to pay in obeying what the angel was telling her. What, 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 what would that have looked like? What were some of those costs in her life?
1: Well, I, I think the first one, um, there would, it would have been a great scandal, a lot of yeah. finger-pointing and gossip so and accusation. Um, because I'm just thinking, I mean, if you look at the state of our world now, to be, um, you know, pregnant outside of marriage and all that is totally socially acceptable now. Yep. It's not a stigma at all. Um, but yet, even in this society that we're in, where where the moral standards are just, you know, um, not there, um, people would still be gossiping and whatever and it would cause a scandal if you said you actually god made you pregnant basically right yeah, yeah. yeah it's just it's even like, even for this world in the status that would be absolutely crazy yeah. so take it right back to there where she can declare you know if she's been pregnant and she's not married to joseph she could have got stoned to death yeah. that was what happened you know could mm. happen then that's why like it says joseph had in mind to to divorce her quietly so that that you know mm-hmm um and then of course for so already for her to be saying she's pregnant huge scandal finger pointing accusation and then to be coming out and saying god made me pregnant yeah like, can you imagine That's like, you know, it's like simple humble girl yeah they would and they would accuse her of being mad right basically yeah, yeah. Um, another cost that she would have had to pay, she would have had to be setting aside her own dreams and plans. Yeah. you know, she's a young yeah. girl excited probably about getting married, having all these plans, mm. or even in you know, like we do. Yeah. Um, and she would have had to part of the cost would have been to set that aside. Mm. Um, ongoing as well. That would be ongoing as well, knowing her whole life and having, you know, having Jesus, um, and carrying within her who He was. Mm. like throughout his whole life as Mm. well and her life where people are not going to believe it or she can't talk to people about it I mean that would be a huge thing to carry for all those years and I think one of the big things for me that stuck out would be the hurt that she got from Joseph at that initial point because if you read in the scriptures when she first told him, and it says Joseph had in mind to divorce her quietly, so, you know, although they weren't married and their engagement was considered, you know, binding as marriage, and so he was going to put her aside quietly just to try and save her from things. So that would mean that when she first told him, he didn't believe it, which we know yeah. as well because the scripture goes on where an angel came to him and told him it was all right. But just that, you think, yeah, of, think. Of, of your husband and, you know, whatever, and, and the bond you share, and yes, I understand from his point, I'm not criticizing him because it does sound totally, you know, it would have sounded so far out, but she would have been hurt, yeah, but yeah. he actually went away. She told him that and he didn't believe it and went away and he was actually going to split. So I think that that would have been a huge cost for her.
0: Yeah, definitely. Sort of like a people group waiting a Messiah to come, just some other crazy, silly loon trying to get some fame. Like,
2: yep. you
0: know, just like some vain little girl. Yeah, yeah. How horrible! And you know, not just Joseph. Like, how many friends? How many? Like, what I'm did sure her family a lot do? Of what she loved. Yep. Yeah. Like, what did yeah. her father do? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. As well as that, having to face that possibility of losing. Your family, all your friends, possibly your engagement, and then you're supposed to raise a child with no provision whatsoever.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's what stuck out to me the most is that it wasn't just her fiance, but it would have been her family and her. Yeah, because families are so close, Mm. you know, and such the social gossiping and the stories going around and all that sort of stuff. That you know, Yeah. yeah, she could have lost her fiance and lost her family. And being a woman on your own back then, it's just yeah. you lost all means of income and support. So it cost you your life, and not only your life but your babies. Yeah. Like it's just it blows your mind. Mm. But mm. I mean,
1: in spite <laughs> of all that, she was, you know, she knew that God was oh, yeah. there, and she's yeah, she was, yeah. And, and God would have mm. been as well, even if she'd lost that. But still, yeah. it would still be all that accusation on her yeah. it would still be there. That
0: doesn't go, yeah. 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 Can you girls relate to? You? Like costs, similar costs, or have you dealt with anything like that before? You know, when you, you it sort of felt shallow. I was like, <laughs> I just, I'm like, okay,
1: yeah, I, ha- <laughs> I have had costs, but yeah. costs <laughs> compared to that, I <laughs> so, you know. When I was
2: thinking, of, I just wrote, nothing that would have cost my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. so i'm just gonna skip this one yeah <laughs> i mean i think i think the the main you know cost i can relate to is a lot of that accusation and gossip yeah. from people who don't know us and mm. people who didn't know us um and and just um to obey and live by the word of god you know it does change your life your life doesn't go as planned um you know in one of our churches in cape town and stuff that um, the denomination we were in had um, four different head offices based on colour. And when they wanted to come, you know, there was a, a time when they decided to come together that they would form, um, that they would keep a whites-only head office and then the three other colour groups would come together and so the white pastors could decide if they wanted to go into the mixed group or stay whites-only. And so we, and, you know, we had to get our church to vote to move into the mixed group um, and so all the people that, you know, um, came out of the woodwork that hadn't been to church for ages for the vote and stuff.
0: Remember. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
1: um, so we lost the vote by two, and the church voted to stay white only. And, of course, for David now that's just not an option. Mm. Um, and so we had to – so we in Cape Town. We were away from all our family. We've got no, no savings or whatever because we lived in a church house. You know, the car we had belonged to the church. We had all the salary. You know, they brought our furniture down there. It was interstate and stuff. And, um, yeah, and so we had to just, that was it, two weeks' notice, walk out of that church. So no home, no means of getting back to our family and, and, and the furniture, getting there no you know income for david anymore i was teaching but you know so yeah so that was a cost that you know in yeah. obeying what we knew to be right and what we knew to be the word of god so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so your life is not and, and callan was two at that time or just yeah between one and two and so you know, it's quite heavy. It's to suddenly just in two weeks have all of that. Just you know, but we knew God would provide. But you know, you still go through that. And so, mm-hmm. and and it was at that point as well that which has stood us in good stead for the rest of our years in ministry. But it was at that point that we decided, well, what's the very worst man can do to us? Um, and you know it was all down to income and money, mm-hmm. and it was like, "Wow, well, we prepared to pay this cost, and we like made that conscious decision. Yes, we are because it's just no choice, really.
2: Yeah.
1: You're obeying the word of God, or you're not.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So it yeah.
1: wasn't a. Cho- well, we felt it wasn't a choice. That was it. Um, and, and and that's been so releasing for us over the years that um you know mm-hmm. that because we paid that price early on and dis- and resolved that that was it when people or churches have tried to control through finances it's never yep. we we've been free of that. Yep. So God yeah, is it's, our it's really no. taught, yeah. yeah, exactly. And yeah. you know we really learnt that very early on in our ministry.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, so good.
0: that's good. have do
2: do anything you want to add? Um probably not as much as what Carol's just been talking <laughs> about. <laughs> <laughs> but just friendships, just knowing that sometimes you have friendships and then you get to a point and you just go no, this is not what God wants for me. This is not yeah. how, you know. Sometimes you have friends that try to be controlling or manipulative or whatever, and yeah. sometimes you just have to cut that. And yeah. and it, especially if they've been long time friends, that's that's always a lot harder. But yeah, God's just usually in the back of your head going, "Hello, <laughs> this isn't right. You need to yeah. fix this." You know, you need that. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: I think in our like where we live, that's our biggest cost. Yeah. Um. Yeah, loss of relationships, whether yeah, you're relationships, walking away from yeah. it or whether they choose to walk away yep. from And with you. that comes
1: accusation. With, oh, you know yep. and, and that behind your back. Yeah, something yep. to deal
0: with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, when we listen to the, the people who are downloading our podcast, I feel a bit silly sometimes talking about the costs. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah this is what we face and other people face different things, which, mm.
2: yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I had not here too pain of growing character. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm pregnant, like six months pregnant, so it's like the pain of growing character. I'm like, yes, just that constant stretch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and but, that's the thing. In retrospect, we wouldn't not have had it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that uh, character's not going to grow any other way. No, yeah. right.
0: it's just not. Yep. Yeah, yeah. How do you how do you deal with it? How do you deal with those costs?
1: Well, I think the big thing is as well, you've just got to keep taking it to the Lord, isn't it? Yeah. Um, because, you know, most of, you know, you all the cost, like you said, God's a provision and whatever, I think, but more than those actual physical things, it's probably the emotional thing that gets you mm. most, um, yeah. you know, the hurt or whatever. Mm. And, and that's just pouring that out to him and just taking it to him and trying to process it quickly. And, yeah, you know, realizing as well, your emotions are going to go up and down, but that mm. doesn't dictate, you need to just let your spirit dictate and just stick to the course that you've set
2: and just, yeah, mm-hmm. and it,
1: it's all down to
2: trusting God, isn't it? Yeah, you've just yeah. got to stand on what you, what you believe, yeah. what you know right. Yeah, because you've yeah. done
1: it based on yeah. the Word of God and mm-hmm. and He is faithful and that's just to keep reminding yourself yep. that and just, yeah, hold on to His promises and that's His Word. Yeah, yeah. another thing
2: I thought it was like financial costs as well, like I know when I went and did some college that I was going to be stopping work and just studying. So, and at that stage I was on my own with my daughter, so... um yeah, and so it's just the financial again, it's just trusting and knowing that I'm making the decision that God's got yeah. said, Come on you need to do this bit of study. Yeah. So you just gotta trust that he's gonna provide that he's yep. gonna
1: And that's that you don't yeah. always see it straight away. I mean yeah. often you won't because like we've said he will you know, there can be bad situations that he's not caused but he still allow he still allows them and he will still yep. use them for your character. Yep. And if you think of Mary yeah, you know, she had the promise from Gabriel and all of that. Well, mm. and well, no, the pronouncement from Gabriel, you know, um, and she's pregnant still for that whole nine months and whatever. Mm. And you know, she's just she would have had times where her emotions up and down, and just really trusting and that's mm. it, and that's the whole thing of living by faith and not by sight. Mm. You know, yep. we don't often see, um, and that's just that holding on to God really, well, only.
0: Yeah, I think. Um, part of dealing with it is learning to trust people when you face that loss of relationship and things Mm -hmm. because you can get really hurt and um, dealing with the emotions and things like that and choosing not to live out of that, like being rejected Mm -hmm. and choosing not to then judge every other person, every other relationship based on your experience Mm -hmm. there so you know having to let people in even if they betray you because you can't live in a way that I would never I trust them, yeah. yeah, I'm never going to try
1: yeah. trade again, which, because yeah. that would mean I'm never going to let anyone close Yeah, like. everyone in that sort even of Even if it means being, judgment, being so. even
0: more disastrously hurt, yeah, yeah. I would choose to <laughs> trust
1: again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think as well, I mean, I, I might have shared this before, I don't know, but you know, I had a, a situation like that and I think, you know, I know Lena's very similar to me that, you know, um, I would just <laughs> shut down emotionally or whatever and just want to have nothing to do Music. with the <laughs> <You're dead> to <laughs> me. You know, <laughs> God, you know, God and, and in the ministry you can't, mm-hmm. you can't operate like that, like no, no says, because often as well there'll be people, you know, in your circles that, yeah, sometimes the relationship will be severed, but other times they'll still be there and you've got to still deal with them yeah. and it, it's Particularly in leadership, you've got to be able you know, to forgive and to keep going and walking with them. and um, you know, God showed me a picture one day where he was, Jesus was standing, and um, you know I had the daggers in my back and stuff like you know they do, and like, I was just um, then I would want to just cut off and have nothing more to do with them and, and, and He showed me this vision of Jesus standing and me running to Jesus. And as I ran to him, so he's standing facing and I'm running to him. as I ran to him, he took me and he like put his arms around me to shelter, like shelter me. But then he turned me back around to face the person. But he was like over me and behind me or whatever. And he was just showing me that I've got your back. Oh, that's what it was. He actually, when he first, when I ran into his arms, he turned encircled me with his arms and he turned his back towards the person so he took what was coming in the back and then he turned us back around to face the person and that's he said cool. to me like you know you've got I've got your back but you have to still interact with them and deal with them and turn me back around yeah. to face yeah. them and so I've never yeah. forgotten that you know
0: mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. that's good yep. all right let's um reread Luke one thirty-eight. She says, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. So let's talk about Mary's response and attitude Mm. to what she was told. It was pretty amazing. Like, There's no qualifiers on her yes. I I was kind of thinking back to, to Moses... And it's Bernie Washington. <laughs> like, <this> <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. like, yeah, but, yeah, but, and I was like, oh, this, like, this girl is someone to be praised. Yeah. Like, she's no qualifiers. She's like, all right, I'm your humble servant. Like, yeah. bond servant. Like, lowest yeah. form of servitude. Yeah. Your will
2: be done in yeah. my life. Yeah, yeah. That's and it, in, um, in verse 34, one thing I noticed is she, she asks, how will this be? But I don't think she was asking to, like, yeah, no, m- she was as was a, you're kidding me, are you? I think it's asking more for directions yeah. on, yeah how does this actually yeah, happen like yeah. next uh, time i don't quite get this yeah, yeah. i don't think she's saying it as a i don't want to do this Is that how do i do this yeah. like we'll
0: pull the other leg yeah.
1: and i wrote that there as well about mm. that same point she was just curious Cur- as yeah. to how it could happen. happen it was yeah. not from a place of doubt or questioning no, no, that yeah. wasn't her motive at all yeah. um that that there as well i'm your lord's servant. Mate, your word. To me, be fulfilled, and some yeah. translations it says, "Let it be unto me according to your word." Um, yeah, and her attitude—total submission—and yeah. like you said, Lena, not once did she say no, or I can't, or What will people think?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: you know, there were no excuses. And then, as yeah. we said, she was just curious with that. There was yeah. not from a doubt or a question Yeah, yeah.
0: when well, you think about what that like she's given, like a commission—not just you're going to be pregnant, but you're going to raise the Son of God, mm, yeah. the Saviour of Mankind. Mm-hmm. And there's still no question. She questions. puts her hand up. Like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, that's, and how,
1: how often would we like, okay, God, well, you know what? I need time to think about this and to pray about it or let me sleep on it or whatever. Yeah. Like you said, it was, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, what a huge responsibility and for me the biggest part. Yeah. Yes. I mean being pregnant and as you say raising the Savior That's like awesome or well, huge but um, The biggest thing for me still is like go tell people that God made me say <laughs> um, I'm a Jew and I've got to go and say that to them Like, yeah. it's like Absolute blasphemy in there, you know, well it's a Worthy of the stoning and then, yeah, like yeah. you said, let it be yeah. unto mm. me according to your will mm. Your word Yeah
0: can you girls declare that you've had that same same attitude? <laughs> I would love to say.
1: I think um,
2: often for me it starts first with a whinge. <laughs> yeah. I I, I I said the verse from Matthew, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak and mind
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um and you know, I've I've had situations as well where um God's called me to go and speak to. There's probably been about three or four where I've had to go and speak into to people <laughs> and have I you know it's screaming? not gonna go well. And it's like Lord, you know it's not gonna be received and I know, so why do I still have to go and do it? You know. And he said to me, you know, like and you you can bear this more for their sake that they're having that you know other person speaking and that's just what he he's wanted to do, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah I think for me it, um, I'm ashamed to say I probably never just yeah hand up straight away like Mary full on I first have a whinge about it and then I come round, <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: and I need that oh I need to process or whatever and, and like I said with Cape Town that you know homeless and all that kind of stuff and. Um, You know, even in that, yes, we decided to count the cost and we did, but you still have your moments when you like need to process and it's like, oh, well, you know, it's not fair. We've done what's right and whatever but you know I think that's just to keep reminding yourself fear is a human concept and you know yeah Yeah. and that's it and just remember who's in control and yeah Yeah. and and Mm -hmm. I'd love that to be my instant heart cry all the time and I think it is deep down Lord I I do know I don't think I do know I really just want to serve God with all my heart yeah and I want to do his will um but yeah, sometimes i just might wind you a bit first which so i'd love to get to that
0: place where it's just a no you know yep. the, in that dis- obedience yeah. yeah i think for me it really depends on what it is if it's yes something yeah, that, that's
1: true. like <laughs> easier than not am not even just that,
0: like it's things that you know just that you long to do for god it's Usually, like I'm so in. I just got to go home and talk to my husband. <laughs> but I'm so in. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, there's when something that really strikes at like a deep fear. Yeah. Um, you know, um, something like for me, like if if God was like really just wanted me to lay on the line the finances, that would strike at a fear for me that mm. I'm I'm on my own.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I've got to look after myself, sort of thing. And that's where the kicking and screaming comes in because it's mm. it's not just. Yeah, it's like dealing with yeah. something deeper. Well, like, yeah, deeper <laughs> and, again, because you're
1: having to step into living by faith, faith. and not by sight. <gasps> so if yeah. you could show me quickly what's going to happen or give me a blueprint, then, you know, it's easy. I want the reassurances beforehand, but we've got it in no. the Word, yeah, the promises. Yeah. Right. But we yeah. often want more than that, and we've just got... And we don't... We're in an instant society, so we don't like to wait and whatever, yeah. but... um, Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so... What qualities do we see in, in Mary for God to have chosen her? Um, and, you know, what, what character attributes does her obedience in spite of the cost show us? Well, I think for, for me the first thing is just that pure heart, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and a heart full of faith as well. Um, you know, if we see and in, in, if we look in Luke 1, um, chapter 1, verse 45, Um, when she went to, you know, once she found out she was going to be pregnant and then she went to visit her cousin Mary... Mary said this to her. She said, blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. So, yeah. you know, even that's Mary talking about, I mean, Elizabeth, sorry, talking about Mary Mary, and, and she's just commenting on her faith there and her faithfulness as well and that she just loved and followed God wholeheartedly. And I think even more is that, that total trust. That's one yeah. of the biggest qualities. She didn't doubt. Um, we've talked about that. She didn't try to get out of it. She she just entered in total submission. Totally knew that God would look after His way, and and trusted Him by saying, "Let it be to me." And to me, that shows me that she puts God first with no hesitation, and she put
2: God totally above her own dreams and plans. Yeah, Yeah. and a strength like, but I was thinking Mm -hmm. more a strength that she knows, she knows God, and so she's not worried. Yeah, Yeah. like I think a strong woman is a woman that fears the Lord, because that's the only place you get your strength from. Like. Because human strength just comes yeah. and goes. Like, so she must she must have had a a knowing of God and a real strong knowing of God to know that. So she really like,
1: had that intimacy. She did,
2: yeah. And courage and the same thing comes from the yeah. strength. But yeah, yeah you just
1: and to know God at that level yeah. implies that deep yeah. intimacy, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, not just knowing about Him but knowing yeah. Him. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think mm. she had hope. Like she could see beyond what there was in the natural. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. good. has a heart for something bigger than herself. Yeah. I can't wait to meet her one day. <laughs> yes. like, you know, it's going to be awesome, hey, and just talk to her and just, I just think, you yeah, know, what a beautiful heart. Yeah. 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 All right, we're going to wrap up there. I think perhaps a, a good challenge for this week will be for um, everyone to just go away and have a think about um, when God asks you to do something, what is your response? Are you giving him an unconditional yes? Yes. Or is he sort of kicking and <laughs> dragging you along, kicking and screaming type of thing? So, yeah, I think um, go have a look at your life and just look at look at those attitudes and and what's happening when God's asking you to step into obedience and faith. Yep, that's good. All right, well, thank you for listening. Um, We'll be coming back to you and talking more about Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, in our next podcast. So we hope you enjoyed our discussion on Mary. Um, If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can jump onto our website, www.life-house.net, or you can find us on Facebook under facebook.com slash lifehouseministries. We'll see you next time.